Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rose, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from TalkSport. This is Paul Hawksby. And Charlie Baker. And this is the H&J Daily, some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. Now, uh, today we covered a fair bit of ground. We talked a bit of football, we of course, talk, after last night. We always night. talk football. Yeah, we oh, talked quite a lot a, of talking. It would be a shock if we didn't talk football. I think we talked more football, uh, sorry, more talky today than talky FM. Well, when I <laughs> when I do come on, <laughs> yeah, I, I do guarantee 300% more talky United. 300%? <laughs> Bloody hell. It's just how it works. Anyway, Torquay gets a mention. And that, only twice. And, no, it, and, yeah. and it is t- for two good reasons. There's no, a it's ne- true. It's there's true. a Netflix documentary. Yeah. And we get the linesman on, who was excellent. Linesman who stood in. Came out of the crowd. Stan Jimmy Hill. Whedon. Stan Whedon came yeah. out of the crowd. Run a line in a day was his book, of course. That's one for the kids. <laughs> so, uh, him, uh, yeah. us... And the world of British sumo. Who knew there was a British sumo federation? I know, and he, he told us about Adele Jones, who came silver in Japan. Yeah, amazing. So here it all is. Afternoon, Paul. How are you feeling? Are you yeah. all right, Paul? Yeah, I'm all right. You seem yeah. a bit on edge. No, I'm okay. Like a terrible, terrible um, thing I, has happened to you. I'd like to point out that uh, any Spurs fan of longer than about five years standing was always looking over the shoulder. It was always shoulder. like this, right. No, not, there wasn't anybody reaching for the stars, no. along with S Club 7. We were all <laughs> looking over our shoulder. And yeah. I think, what, and we're going to talk to Darren Lewis a little bit later on. We'll, we'll kind of deal with Tottenham now. We'll talk about Chelsea then. We'll look at... Liverpool and some of the other stories that came out of last night. But I'll get Tottenham out of the way because yeah. there is, I think it proved last night, there's not a lot of difference between playing well, sorry, not playing well and winning and not playing well and losing. And mm. we've seen a Spurs side really on and off, apart from the Dortmund game where they were fantastic in the second half. Yeah. Been not great, but still getting away with it, which yeah. we all thought, hey, nudging each other. Oh, I'll take that. We've never been a team That's like always, that. the, they always say, <laughs> the sign of a, of a side that could, could do something yeah. in the game is one who plays badly and wins. They always say that. But they, they didn't seem to feed off of that. And rather than thinking, well, we got lucky there, we better not let that happen again. It seemed to have got into a mindset saying, maybe we're a bit untouchable. But yeah. as, we, as we saw in the second half last night, in the second half against Burnley, that isn't the case. Yeah, of course it's a bit worrying. You know, they, he's going to have to pick them up. He has done it before. And we've seen teams like... Uh, Liverpool and City, everybody's taking their turn in the barrel at different times this season. And good players can generally turn things around, but he's got a big few days. It felt like a few too many players had a bad night. Yeah. 
I mean, important players. Uh, yeah, Lloris, so- like the spine. Sonny, the spine Sonny didn't have a game. great night. Did Passing it? was bad. He's, he, you know, he, he has those nights when the ball just doesn't run for him. Doesn't control it particularly well. Yeah. Harry Kane was. They did a great number on Harry Kane. They did a very good number on Ericsson. Chelsea played very well. They completely. They did to play win. well. I, I I had a little bet on Chelsea last night to win within my acre. Thanks, mate. Um, that's all right, mate. Sorry, I went for six home wins. We can say I went for six nil. Crystal Palace let me down, but um, <clears> I, I because I thought that what happened on Sunday at Wembley, yeah, I, that sort of thing can galvanise a squad, especially one that is is dispersing and mm. it's and it seems to be going down the pan. That. That that sort of thing can galvanise, can galvanise yeah. a manager into going right. We've all been through this bit of adversity. Now we can all pull together. I've dropped the player that caused it. Yeah. Let's go out there and fight. Show them, show them we're a team and we can fight against it. That's why I thought, oh, they might, maybe, and they were at home as well. Chelsea yeah. at home is. is Really well, look, you could have argued that really? Pochettino did his galvanising chat the other day. He said, not good enough. If you want to be a team that wins the title or gets considered a title-winning team, you can't go to Burnley and capitulate like that and, and create nothing in the second half. Yeah, and They went out last... There wasn't a massive response. There was for 20 minutes when, for some reason, Chelsea sat off and Tottenham got involved in the game. But again, the only shot on target we had was Kieran Trippier's own goal. Mm. So, um, yeah, slightly worrying times, but yeah. you know, I believe in the manager. We've got good players. And he's just got to pick them up. They've got to pick themselves up as you, well. You were talking earlier about Lloris and about how you thought his distribution wasn't uh, Oh, well, I've, all I've, that. I've always said, you know, yeah. if he could kick or throw a ball, he'd be at Real Madrid. <laughs> Although I'm, I'm, maybe I'm tempering that. Look, I, I think we have to... Tottenham fans losing their, their rag today. I have yeah. to remember where we were at, you know, constant... Uh, no man's land of 12th and below. You yeah. know, things have come on. We have to get a bit of perspective on this. A bit of perspective. We're still in the top three and we've still got a good side. So I mean, I'm, I'm not going to get too down. The derby on Saturday. Yeah. Is, I mean, is that the sort of game you want next? Do you or know what? You I welcome do. it on? In some ways, I do because you have to get a reaction. They can't pick themselves up for Arsenal at home. Well, at Wembley. Yeah. Then when can they? I'd rather that than go to Southampton next. I would. I'd rather. I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah. I, I might not be saying that when I'm walking out the ground at <laughs> half past you. Only one point behind you them. with a load of expletives, but <laughs> at the moment I'm quite looking forward to yeah. it. No? Do you, does it feel like a free hit almost, or what against uh, against no, Arsenal? No, no. Well, not, you know. not considering that they'd be a point behind if they won it, and you know they're, they're not looking too bad. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah, it's a tough one. I hate the game itself generally. I hate uh, yeah. it's like going to the dentist as always. Oh, so yeah, I can't yeah. stand the derby. But yeah. anyway, um, want to get you going on Saturday afternoon? Can we okay. hear from? Can we hear from Sir Alan? Is that possible? Uh, or are we going to hear something else that you've put together for me? Is that is that at all possible? Let's find out what the producer is. Yes, we're going to hear from Sir Alan, are oh, we? Very good. Yes, Sir we are. Alan. This hey. is what uh, Lord Sugar, Sir Alan, said on breakfast, because Big Sam, of course, is going to be on The Celebrity Appen- Apprentice, Apprentice. And he joined uh, um, uh, Alan and Sam uh, earlier on. To be a bit cheeky, I was the first one to anoint the uh, the gentleman's lose in the uh, in in the in the boardroom. So that, that's my claim to fame. Someone else would be the first one to score a goal there, but I was the first one to do you know, to anoint the uh, the lose in the uh, in in the boardroom. Did he make full use of the facilities? Do we want to be left with that mental <laughs> I don't know image? If we want to know that. You want you to n- sit there with Lord Sugar? You nearly called the programme the c- celebrity appendix then <laughs> a minute a minute ago, and I thought, well. well would you not We're watch a show where celebrities have their appendix out? There are probably are celebrities that they'd say, the agent would say, "Look, you've not had your appendix out. You don't need your appendix out." But it's a, it's you know, hello, love. Just checking. Yeah. Have you got your appendix? Yeah. I've had celebrity appendix on, and Hollyoaks. It's touch and go, Hollyoaks. I'd say yes to it. 
It's a minor yeah. op. Yeah. It's very, very low risk. Uh, it's, uh, Richard general, Blackwood is doing what it. What are you like? He's under, confirmed. What are you like under a general anaesthetic? You'll be absolutely fine. You, you don't need it anyway. It's a, it's, it's a wasted body part. Bobby Ball and confirmed. It's 10 grand. It's 10 grand. I mean, really. Celebrity appendix. I can see. I, can see. I, was, I was with a celebrity once. Uh, and oh, I, yeah. I won't. I'll, I'll spare him his blushes. Okay. I was having a beer with him and I said, he said, uh, I've had a little uh, call from. Um, celebrity stars in their eyes I went uh, oh okay are you going to do it he said no I don't think so I said I don't know I I think and the phone went and he went hello this is his agent yeah and he said oh okay then yeah so I said what was that he said I'm doing it 12 grand, he said. <laughs> <Yeah>. 12 grand. <laughs> so I thought, okay. Yeah, yeah. That all went out the window. <laughs> exactly. Didn't it? Well, that's, well, that's like any business. That's yeah. football, definitely, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> I'm never moving. I'm never moving. We're, you know, we're about to win our third uh, t- title and tre- uh, treble in three seasons. Oh, I'm moving. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so that's what's happening. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. I love Bournemouth. That's great. I love their optimism. I love yeah. the fact they'll go to Arsenal and say, come on then. We'll go toe to toe with you anytime you like. Ah. It's like the Okay. It's like the third year's taking on the fifth years. <laughs> it was we'll play a kind of slightly inferior version of your game. Come yeah. on. Here it and, comes. Uh, yeah, it, it didn't quite work. Two out. nil down after ten minutes. Watford was it? were yeah. very insipid. I mean what, Liverpool were good from what I saw of the highlights. They were very unwatford. There was a couple of no performances fight. last night. Uh Watford I mean, Palace rallied a bit, but, um, you know, you would have thought, you know, United, the situation they're in would have been struggling last night. But uh, fair play to them. They got the result. And uh, poor old Palace, there's a lovely quote um, from uh, Roy Hodgson, who talking about, well, I think Lukaku's first goal, well, he called it a cold shower of a goal. Oh, yeah. Nice. <laughs> yes. He said like it was a, a cold shower of a goal, which oh, I thought yeah, was a lovely nice. phrase. Well, Lukaku needed that, didn't he? He yeah. needed that. He's, he's been struggling. You were talking about him yesterday. Yeah, Andy Mitten said he, he, he was, he was kind of really talking about struggling. Him up. Yeah, so he really thought he'd come good. Could sure come good. Enough. Maybe the game against Palace is the, is the one that that's the sort yeah. of thing. He's, it'd be good against that sort of team who play a bit more direct. I only saw, again, highlights of City versus uh, West Ham, but I understand it could have been 20 nil, but it all came down in the end <laughs> to a, a very iffy penalty. Isn't that, isn't that, um, why do you think that would be? Just because the way West Ham set up um, to, to just be way, that defensive? I think it's just City are frightening when they're on it, aren't they? Yeah. I mean, you know, you can do your best, you can do everything you can. You probably, Pellegrini thinks, well, we'll go up there and we'll do this, we'll do that. And then they start playing football and it all goes badly wrong. The guy from Opta, after 35 minutes, I think, showed did a screen grab of his of his screen. Yeah. And it said, West Ham, no shots on target, no corners, no throw-ins. No, no, just like, like they hadn't even been playing. The West yeah. Ham had just well, literally been inviting Man City on the whole well, game. City are... Unplayable when they're when they're on it, yeah. as we've seen at Incredible times. Incredible to and watch. Even, but even then, they couldn't get the goals. So no. uh, anyway, but they did in the end. They got the one that mattered. Yeah. Um, Claudio Ranieri, we learn, is having talks with Fulham today about his future. We're thinking, mm. yeah, how's that likely to pan out? What's he, I mean, what's he saying? I thought I'd do my A levels. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> then, where'd you see yourself in five years? <laughs> and then time? I was thinking Southampton Uni. Yeah. I wonder you know. if you'll do that. Chad uh, <laughs> Carner said, where do you see yourself in five years' time? Don't say Fulham. It's a straight... Don't, it's, don't say Fulham. It's a sad situation there because cause yeah. he's, a, he's obviously you're a sing, great sorry manager. Sorry seems to be the hardest <laughs> word then. It's so sad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, he's obviously a great manager and has been. A, oh. uh, so how do you think he did it at Leicester? Do you think he just hit the right group of players with the right attitude at the right time? Yeah, I think I think there's an element of that. I think there's a bit... I mean, he he, he was just what they needed. That There was a little bit chancy gardener, don't yeah. you think? Well, I, who knows? It's yeah. just such a I think some, some managers are right... That, that, that season is just crazy. Some managers are right 
as you say, you know, for the right person at the right time, and yeah. it all comes together. The stars align, and that's exactly what Leicester needed. And he did a fantastic job for them. He just kind of let them get on with it. He looked at what Nigel Pearson did and thought, "Blimey, this ain't bad. This is good." <laughs> yeah. But that, that in itself, for a man yeah. they called the Tinker Man, to go into a club and say, "I'm not going to mess with this," yeah. because there is always that thing about putting your stamp on it. But he was brought in at Fulham, and look. Why are we talking Fulham? Because we've got we've someone from got the supporters trust coming yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. It looks like the guy's going to lose his job quite possibly today. And we are joined by uh, Tom Greatrix, who is the chair of the Fulham Supporters Trust. We'll try and find out from him what's gone so badly wrong. Uh, Southampton uh, got the job done against Fulham, of course. Um, but they're still down. I mean, if you look at it now, uh, it's all pretty tight, isn't it? Yeah. You would probably think now Brighton, Southampton and Cardiff it's that one place it's left, one place isn't there. it? I think Brighton will be okay, and I think I think Southampton will be all right as well. I think Burnley well, and Palace could get you know. sucked into it, but it, it, you don't sense it's it. Just big, lots of goals. Midweek's always good, isn't it? <clears throat> Midweek's lots of goals, not normally midweek. You have uh, unzipped and reopened that old carrot, as Billy Bonds once said <laughs> yep. on this station, uh, as opposed to chestnut. Uh, flanked at the latrines. Ah, who have you oh, been it's flanked? Got, it's very popular. Oh, yeah. All, All of a sudden, very popular. Who have you been flanked at the latrines by? We thought we'd reopen it for Charlie. I once had a wee next to Joe Calzaghi. It was oh, right. Rhyme, yeah. In Reading Services. Oh, wonder if he was on his way home. He said, northbound I, or southbound. He said, I even managed to take a selfie. I don't think I would have asked Joe for a selfie at the latrines. Fez, you're a brave man. I hope he washed his hands. Oh, hang on. I was the first person in Lowestoft to own the Sabutio Italia 90 goals. Hey, not <laughs> bad, is it? I bet it made the local papers. Oh, it would have it been on in the that holding it. On the Lowestoft Gazette. Holding the front, yeah, it yeah. was, that's right. Yeah, there would be a big uh, parade for him in Yarmouth. I was stood next to David Moyes at the Urinals at Hampden Park. Nice, yeah. It was just after he'd been sacked by Man United, so I avoided a mm. handshake. Why? It's not, it's not catching, yeah. Steve. That's Steve in Leeds. Uh, that's very true. Um, I flanked Louis Theroux at Sainsbury's in Holland Park. I awkwardly clocked him. Remain silent, but he said hello, but said Reg in Bristol. Very on brand. That's nice. yeah, Louis threw very on brand, just letting letting you dig yourself a hole there. Did he not ask questions? No kind questions, of slightly no. sort of searching questions, but in a quite laid back style as to what you were doing there. <laughs> um, um, so anyway, keep those coming. Flanked at the latrines. Um, Sir Alan Sugar told us earlier on Lord Sugar. Sir, yeah, I always forget what you he's call Lord, him. Lord, Lord Sugar. No, he's Sir Thank Alan. Thank you, Lord, Lord Sugar. We'll see you now. He's, no, he's Sir Alan, isn't he? Sir Alan. He doesn't no, he's like Lord. Lord. He's Lord. You go from a Sir to a Lord. Do you? I thought yeah, he's the other no, way. No, no, that's the, that's the oh, way around. So he's oh, okay. He's Lord enough. Sugar. Lord Sugar. We'll see you now. Can I? Can I call him Al? <laughs> dun, 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 dun. There we are. <laughs> That'd be good, wouldn't it? It'd be lovely. Wouldn't he it? came here once and Did he? Uh, as a guest, just Lord as the Alan. apprentice started. Um, um, I've told this story before, but I'll tell you. Yeah. We had uh, Sean who worked here, Sean Dilly, fine journalist. He had a guide dog. And uh, the offices weren't as quite as slick as these ones are now, which yeah. tells you all you need to know, <laughs> yeah. Charlie. And um, uh, Sean's guide dog uh, had just been sick in the kitchen. Oh, lovely. At the moment, I said, uh, would, you like, uh, would you like a cup of tea? And he looked at the kitchen and he went, no, you're all right. <laughs> <clears throat> well, uh, so anyway... I spent a penny stood next to Sanjay from EastEnders at the Watford Gap Services. That's Very nice, nice Liam Davis. Lovely Thank story. you. Yeah. What a lovely story. You get the idea. <laughs> we'll bring you more of those, really. If they have People a story. do like it, don't they? Well, they do. I mean, everybody's probably done it at some point. It's the point. most text I've ever seen on any subject. <laughs> Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. 
Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Some more people have been having a wee. Oh, okay. Flanked at the latrines we yeah, returned to, Charlie, at your I, behest. I stood next to Andy Jacobs in the urinal at Chelsea. St- that's from Steve Davis. I don't know if that's I don't think it the is. snooker player, Steve Davis. I think it's Steve. Uh, or the old Fulham player, Steve Davis. I think it's probably uh, just a bloke just called a bloke Steve, Steve Davis. Davis. Oh, blimey, this is a good one. Um, Gary Notley says, I've got a fantastic flanked at the latrines hat-trick. Uh, Bob Paisley, Eminem Hughes and Dickie Bird. Oh, all at once? Yeah. What about that? Sheffield Wednesday versus Liverpool, Goodness says Gary me. Notley. That's amazing, isn't it? Half-time or something? I'm assuming they weren't managing at the time or playing. I wouldn't think so. <laughs> uh, not, uh, not that remarkably flanked at the latrines by Spandau Ballys' Tony Hadley, says Adam. Uh, you might think, until I tell you that it's happened twice. Hang on a minute. Once at a Bowie gig at Wembley Stadium and once at a TV studio in Docklands. <laughs> now, I hope you didn't say to him, though, that second time, I've uh, flanked you at the latrines before. <laughs> you again. I can imagine Tony Eddie saying, you're all right, mate. Thanks for passing that on. But it can happen. I stood next to Phil Collins in uh, Chiddingfold Village Hall Urinal. <laughs> this is it. We've had pe- peak flanked at the latrines, this. He used to rehearse there for his tours whilst I played snooker in the room next door. It was always a warm building, so no jacket was, was required, of ah, course. Ah, very nice. So I, I wonder how uh, easy it is to play snooker while you've got Phil Collins banging the drums in the next door. Yeah. It would be. Yeah, you're <laughs> just, just, just on the blue. <laughs> yeah, just over there. And he just <laughs> settles over the, over the black. Deck. Could this be his first one four seven? Oh do 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 Oh dear. Yeah. <laughs> oh bad oh. luck, mate. Yeah, it'd be good, wouldn't it? It's old Phil there. Fantastic playing Los Endos. <laughs> Turn it down, mate. Sue Sue Sudio there yeah. in the background as he's on the brown. Yeah. <laughs> it could be. It could be. It would be difficult, yeah. Maybe that would sort out the men from the boys. We'll, we'll put this to Ronnie. They're, the try, they're always that, trying to improve snooker, aren't they? they Modernise it. Next door in the Crucible, they'd have, they should have... Uh, I no, don't John know, Bonham turns up. Ginger Baker. Someone, someone yeah. turns someone up. up. Well, you'd have... John Bonham would be, be a tough Both booking. would be tough. Yeah, well, Ginger's still around. Oh, I don't right, know okay. what he plays drums these days uh, yeah. it's a magnificent documentary about Ginger Baker that was on Netflix and if it still is oh, oh beware Mr Baker Arasable I think is yeah, the word yeah, it's, so. have you seen it I've seen it's it it's very, yeah, very good, very yeah. good yeah. Um, anyway um, if we have any uh, more of these if I can find any more I'll keep looking keep, the screen's keep frozen smiling. yeah Bernard Breslau was my one I said to you earlier Bernard right? Breslau I mean, the carry on actor yeah, the carry on actor which is quite a good one isn't he yeah. very tall man um, it didn't match up 
Oh, okay. As far as I remember. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, blimey, okay. Wasn't expecting that much. No, well, yeah, well, just a little bit of information for you. Yeah. Um, flanked out the latrine, says uh, Liam. I spent a penny stood next to... Oh, yeah, we did Sanjay from EastEnders. We've done yeah, it. Mike Love from the Beach Boys. I think we've done these now, do you? Did we do Mike Love from the Beach Boys? I, I think know, we probably was... have. Wouldn't it be nice? Yeah. Wouldn't, oh, it, be nice? wouldn't it be nice to have a... <laughs> Yes, that's a bit of a Ken Dodd, isn't it? <laughs> Wouldn't it be nice? <laughs> oh. What a wonderful day, Mrs. Now, the other you were at uh, a Torquay game um, last week. I was. Like Saturday, we Dulwich Hamlet. And uh, the, the Lino got injured. The Lino got injured. I've never seen it before in my life. Yeah. Right? No, not the Lino. The ref got injured. Oh, the ref got injured. After about 12 minutes, the ref started rubbing his hamstring, yeah. giving it the old twirly fingers. Yeah. I'm going to have to go off. Came over, thought the game was going to be off. Mm. I've never seen. I don't know what happens in that situation because we're, we're in the National League South. Mm. You don't have a fourth official hanging around no. over the tannoy. If anybody here is a qualified referee, please make yourself known to the officials. No one. Yeah. Three or four. We're two nil up at this point. Wow. I'm thinking they're going to call this off. I'm getting stripped down. So you're going to you're going to blag it yeah, well, and well, say well, you were. I was going to say I was qualified but, ref, but so you wouldn't lose the game. Like the charge of the light brigade. Yeah. Over he came from the pop side, which is our main, which is our main stand, the pop side stand. Over he came across the pitch, yeah. running across in his fleece. It was a lovely warm day in Torquay, as yeah. it always is. Over he came. He came over, spoke to the referee. They seemed to believe him. Yeah. He, whatever he said, he said the right things. Off he went, came back out five minutes later, full ref's kit, flag in his hand. Wow. Went over to, to be the line's Person. A person in front of the stand he'd just been standing in. Wow. Stan Whedon is his name and he joins us now. Hi, Stan. Hi, hello there. Wow. So what a great honour. Was that so was there any doubt in your mind when that when they said, Is there a lino in the house? You just immediately thought, That's me. No, no, no. I, I was quite happy to do it because um I I I was until I retired, a class one referee. Oh. And um I'd done all that before, so yeah. In in the time of need, here here come the man. He did. You did. The, the cometh the hour, cometh the man, Stan. And uh, exactly. you, I will say, you were fantastic as well. I thought you gave oh, a. Thank you. I thought you gave a couple of early decisions their way, just so sure. you couldn't be a, a accused of any sort of bias. And also, yeah. I thought you stuck to giving offsides rather than anything else. Am I right? Well, well, yes and no, but but. but um, we did have the situation. Obviously, in the 20 minutes left of the first half, I was lying in Torquay's attack. And yeah. then, uh, unfortunately, and, um, Andrews, he um, did a foul on their fullback and away for the you. foul. And, um, oh, God, he got booked. Jake Andrews got booked. I saw that. I saw that. Yeah, no. Jake Andrews yeah, is one yeah. of our Bristol City starlets. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's an right. excellent that's player, right. playing on the right is wing. This is uh, your manager, Gary Johnson, having Gary a word with his lad, Lee. Yeah, we got a, we've only got a few. We've got a few on loan, but they're all very, very good. It's very okay. good. Yes. Stan, we're having a good season, aren't we? Are you enjoying it? Oh, absolutely fantastic. Ever since um, Gary Johnson came along, it's been amazing, you know. Um, obviously, I think our, our, our worst defeat yeah. was it was it was in the FA Cup by Woking. But never mind about that. We're we're top of the league. We're a point ahead. Let's see what happens. Did did you manage not to celebrate any of the goals while you were <laughs> running the line? Yeah. Well, well, yes and no. I mean, it was going through through my mind, you know, to jump up and down and wave a flag. But I thought, best not, best not, <laughs> you know. Um, but no, I, I, uh, as you said, when I came out fully kitted, 
with um, a pair of shorts borrowed from the referee who couldn't go on, um, uh, a top from one of the linesmen, a pair of socks from another linesman, and a pair of boots from Talkie United. So it was all round, wasn't it? Wow. Lovely. You sound like you've, you're originally from Merseyside, Stan. Is that right? Yeah, I, I am, yeah. I am, yeah. And then um, moved down to sort of Bath, uh, uh, Bath about ooh, 25 years ago. Yeah, yeah. And then... Uh, and then I finished playing football then, but um, in, in uh, sort of senior amateur football. But then I took um, decided to take up the refereeing, and Fantastic. then um, and then within three seasons, from, well, I went from class three to one, and there we go. So, yeah. talking adopted club, who who are your first love football wise? Oh, do I do I have to say this? Well, you can we if go. you like. I will. I will. Everton. Are you having a oh, time? Oh, okay. Toffee nose. Oh, okay. <laughs> but you love the girls now, don't you, Steve? Stan, Stan. Maybe, maybe, maybe that's the reason you couldn't couldn't be completely biased towards the girls. Oh yeah, yeah. no. It, was, know, it, 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 it was it was a tremendous afternoon. Yeah. Uh, when it came on, as as you probably saw, the crowd were actually terrific for me. Yeah. Well, the first you know, decision you gave was for them, and the crowd started chanting, "You don't know what you're doing." <laughs> I don't know if you heard that, <laughs> which that was exciting. Correct. What happened afterwards, Stan? Did they just was it just a handshake and thanks very much and off you go, or did you get the blokes' yeah, match no. fee? Oh, no, no, no. You, you know what? I, I hate to say this, but um, I didn't even get my entrance fee back. <laughs> That's poor, I'm starting the campaign, no. Stan. I'm starting no. the campaign That's that you get bad. you get into the rest of the season for free. Yeah, yeah. Well, so I paid. I paid the fifteen quid to run up and down the line. <laughs> what, oh, what do you think about that? I think we're going to try and. I'm going to. I'm going to get on Twitter and try yeah, and sort that out. Gotta, Stan, we, surely, that's, that's very. Surely, no, surely, you should get into the rest of the season free. I think. Yeah, that's well. No, no after, after the game, we did the usual. Um, went to the centre circle. All the players come through, shook my hand. They 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 gave me very nice comments. Gabby Johnson as well said that they sort of done very well. Yeah. Went in the changing room, um, the referee's assessor came in and he, he, he said thanks very much, but then I came out because I knew that he wanted to have a chat with him, oh, right. with, uh, with, with the officials. And then there was a um, the director outside and he took me to the director's lounge where they, where they thanked me very much as well. Oh, oh fantastic. Fantastic. Uh, so- Good man, Stan. Stan, thank you so much on behalf of Talk United myself. And as a Talk United fan, thank you very much. Thank you for coming on Talk Sport. And uh, I hope hope you enjoy the rest of the season. And I hope you enjoy the uh, Liverpool Everton this weekend. It is, yeah. Yeah, yeah, The derby. Yes, it is. (laughs) Don't go, Stan. They might ask you to run the line. (laughs) Might pull you out of the crowd. Might become a regular thing, mightn't it? Be doing that's right. Putting the miles offside. He was miles offside, Sigurdsson. Why did the lino? Why did Stan Whedon, the assistant referee, who's yeah. just come on, not flag? Line over higher. Yeah. Thank you, Stan. That's Stan Whedon there. Uh, step, the standing linesman, of course. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Now, um, have you heard of Lotto Tycoon Adrian Bayford? No, uh, go on. Adrian, 148 million. All right. Um, and he's decided, you think of all the things he could spend his money on. Yeah. And I saw this and thought of you. Oh, thank you. He is basically having um, seven gourmet Cornish pasties a day. A day? Gourmet? He's having 50 delivered to his mansion. <laughs> Friends say they feel he's eating too many. Oh. But this the, is, this the is a man who knows how to spend his money. The ex-postie is going for, uh, yeah, the, uh, the mail-order Cornish pasties. I did. They could get them through yeah, the post. Yeah, through the post, yeah. Clotted cream through the post you can get. But doesn't it all kind of run on your... Carpet, you're welcome. Yeah, I think Matt. it's well, well packed. Oh, I, don't okay, think, I, I think they pack it. I don't think it just comes through with yeah. a stamp on it. You know, the pastry. Yeah. yeah, you could write on one though, couldn't you? If it was badly, probably could badly yeah, yeah. glazed. So uh, there, I thought I'd bring that to you. Very but, nice. Um, he's, he's getting right into the pasties. Well, if he's got a few quid, did you know Brits pay a hundred thousand pounds more hmm. to live in streets with rude names? 
Most of them. I was frightened you were going to say such as. I mean, I don't know if I, I don't know if we'll just get taken off air. Well, yeah, mm. the producer. Is looking uh, if I say it differently, then it Harden Road. There's that, no way. There's no sense. way of doing this properly. <laughs> no way of doing this properly, Charlie. Oh. Uh, we're going to have to. Yeah. No, okay. Your can't first do, can't your, do that one at your all. Your first My dub first thought I think, was right. I think I think we'll have to leave. That, okay. Yeah, the producer, you know, the producer, he won't be having. The okay. Dumb, it's right. a shame. I thought it was good fun. Now uh, I noticed the other day. <laughs> Lethal. <laughs> I noticed the other day that uh, Mark Pugh. Scored for Hull. All right. And uh, I've always been a big fan of the contrived photo op. Oh, yeah. Okay. So I just thought if I had if, if I had the kind of money that uh, Lotto Tycoon Adrian Bayford had, I wouldn't spend it on pasties. No. I would have a little gathering around my gaff, around my probably multi-million pound gaff. Yeah. Featuring Mark Pugh. Yeah. Danny Pugh. <laughs> yeah. Erin Cuthbert, Chelsea yeah. in Scotland. <laughs> Uh, Andy Dibble, Lovely, the old Manchester yeah. City. <laughs> okay. uh, Charlie McGrew, of course. Yeah. And I'd have Forest Green's Dale Grubb. It'd and all then be there. Call, I'd have a pick. Get me camera out. And I'd say, and I'd say, no, Erin, uh, don't stand there. Don't yeah. stand. You've got to, no, Danny, you've got to stand, uh, definitely got to stand uh, next to Mark. Because, yeah. and then we play this bit of music. Yeah. And I'd just take the photograph. Lovely. So, and uh, what do you think would? How, how do you think it would be after that? I'd be a bit. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Egg, you taking the photo. Well, look, they're all, people, they're all well, people in the world of football. Yeah. Ultimately, it'd... Uh, they could chat about football. Do, they, do you think they'd in, involve you in the, a, in the conversation? Or party. they'd think you were the odd one for getting them round yeah. just so you could do pew, pew, Barley McGrew, yeah. Cuthbert, Divil, Grub. What would happen is they'd all they'd all basically... I'd be in the room and, yeah. I'd, and you know, it'd be catering because I've got that kind of money. It'd be pasties all the way. Oh, Bastard, so, hand-delivered. And then as I left the room... There'd be a bit of an eggy silence, and I guess Andy Dibble was the elder statesman. Say, that was a bit weird, right? <laughs> He's got. So, I know. Look, we've all got. I know we've all got ten grand each for this, which he can spend his money on what he likes. But, but just to have a photo, that especially he, if they didn't know about the surname situation. Yeah, <laughs> it was just a random and group of Ellen, blokes. She might not remember Campbell Green, <laughs> Trumpton, and the like. No, it's not she one might for the be kids. thinking, "Well, I didn't get it at first, but you know, ten grand. I mean, spend his money, either that or pasties. Is that? And I'm always a big fan of the contrived uh, photo op. Years and years ago, I'll, I'll mention it again, I've not told you, it's a long time since I've mentioned it. We did a thing on uh, 90 Minutes and interviewed, was it Gold Magazine? We interviewed Bernie Slaven. Right. So they went to his house and, uh, and did some photographs around Middlesbrough when he was playing there and did an interview with him. 
And I said, if you're going to be at his house, will you basically get in his kitchen and just have him stand in front of his cooker? <laughs> so we had the caption, slaving over a hot stove. Yeah, yeah beautiful. And they said, beautiful. And they said, would you mind doing this? Our, our editor wants this picture of you. And he went, okay, yeah. yeah. Um, and he wants to have the caption, slaving over a hot stove. And he went, yeah, all right. Just <laughs> oh, he wasn't. didn't massively buy into it, Bernie, but no. he did it. Fair he play did to it him. And, and, and quite recently, we got a member of staff here, uh, Reese, who, who works with us, and he was in the kitchen making a cup of tea. So um, he was he put some sugar in. He was about to stir it. I'll come and that's too much of a picture. So we had Reese with a spoon. Oh, oh, come on, that's perfect. These little things. See, I can, I've, got, I've got control over those. But to get Mark Pugh, Danny Pugh. Uh, Erin Cuthbert, Andy Dibble, <laughs> Charlie McGrew, and uh, and um, yes, Dale Grubb. I wonder if they've probably... all been in the same room at once. Maybe no, it's never happened, does it? Anyway, a contrived photo opportunity. If you've got any other suggestions, uh, because when I do win the uh, the uh, lottery, that's what I'll be spending my money on, getting people together for contrived photo opportunities from the world of sport. Talksport.com forward slash H&J, text to 81089. Tweet to TSH and J. Marble says, a bargain at Torquay. 15 quid, you get to watch the game, run the line, take abuse from the crowd, meet the players and officials, then get on TalkSport. Uh, do, yeah. do you know what I mean? He thinks, it, he, thinks he did quite well That's non-league football for you, but people complain the game's gone. Yeah. It's unbelievable. I stood next to Mickey DeLenz of the Monkeys, wow. having a wee in the toilet of a pub in Southfield. Yes. For some reason, all I could say was, hey, hey, we're the Monkeys. <laughs> well, that's he the gave thing. me a look, zipped up. And walked yeah. out. He was a daydream believer. He was. This is the uh, this this is the trouble. I, mean, you, I think you see sometimes. So you see a famous person. Andy yeah. did this with uh, Hugh Cornwall, the oh, yeah. lead singer of the Stranglers. He played cricket with him. <laughs> yeah. And um, he started to put his kit on. And Andy said, absentmindedly, I started going. Uh, uh, uh. Oh yeah, you can't help uh, it. Uh, uh, uh. Yeah. And Hugh said, "Are you taking the well, Mickey?" It's not yeah. quite what he said, yeah. but they became friends. I sound like a Tommy Cockle story. They became firm <laughs> friends after that. Oh, and they really were marvelous times. I was on the train once with uh, Roland Gift from the Fine Young Cannibals. Were you really? I don't know Roland Gift from the Fine okay. Young Cannibals. Yeah. I just sat there, silence. On you can never bit. say Roland Gift, can you? Have to no, say Roland Gift from the, the Fine, Fine Young, Young Cannibals. Cannibals. Sat there. Some reason I was sat next to my wife. Some, some reason came out of my mouth was John Hay. <laughs> That's what came out of my mouth. You just did in it. the silence. John here. He just, <laughs> just and what? What did he? Did he, he, he got up and changed carriages. Did, did he just really? Furious. John here. It was, oh gosh. It would have been nice if you'd gone and sat next to him and then carried. Why don't you carry? Maybe he just carried on with I'm the rest. Sorry. Of, yeah. <laughs> As he moved up every carriage. Man, must be furious about it. Yeah. John here. Yeah. Uh, just came out just like like, <laughs> like a Tourette's. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. And uh, we talk sumo because. Um, we like to on this show now and again. We yeah, dip into the world of sumo. Sumo wrestlers in Japan have been banned from growing indecent beards under new rules about grooming and appearance. Oh. They, they grow them, apparently, during tournaments for good luck. Yeah. Uh, that was the old uh, original reason, but they've, they've stopped them doing it. And, um, it's like Tom Huddleston for, uh, for, for it? Hull, wasn't well, it? Well, he was, he's a big lad. I wouldn't say he's a sumo no, he, wrestler. He grew, he, grew oh, it. <laughs> he grew a beard, didn't he? He said, I'm not going to cut it until I score. I'm sure some of the Derby boys going back from training will be turning up. <laughs> yeah, the talk sport. I think you could do a bit of sumo, Tom. Get into it, Tom. Yeah. Anyway. That isn't uh, what I was saying. I didn't, no, I know. I didn't realise there was a, a British sumo association, but there is. And uh, joining us. From that fine uh, body now. Steve Paintman, the head of uh, the British Sumo Federation. Hello, Steve. Hi, Steve. Good afternoon, gentlemen. Good afternoon, Steve. You're all, you're all badged up. You are an official governing body in this country um, and known in Japan and stuff, big in Japan. Yeah. So 
Uh, the bad news is two of our champions have beers. Ah. Badger Ben from Wales. He's got one of these great big beers. And we've got Deep from London. And he's pretty hirsute himself. Oh, so Deep, Deep. We're going to get the old clippers out. What was the first bloke? Badger Ben, was it? Badger Ben, yes. Badger and Ben. Um, very, very strong chap, actually. Mm. And uh, very, very powerful. And, uh, yeah, he's our openweight champion. And Deep from London is our heavyweight champion. Both bearded. Wow. So are, we, are you kind of duty-bound to follow the, the kind of laws, rules and traditions of, of what they do in Japan now? or do you yes, have to? whatever happens in Japan, we follow, basically. Oh. Uh, we like to do exactly as they do in Japan. Right. They we... lead, oh. and we will follow, basically. Sure. And let's face it, um, it's nicer to see clean-cut wrestlers. You know, without tattoos, without beards. You know, that's you know, really acceptable in um, Japan and worldwide. Okay. How, how did you get into it, Steve? Um, I won a major competition a long, long time ago to find um, a wrestler to represent Great Britain. And um, I won that in London in the 1990s. Mm-hmm. And then I went on uh, to, to beat the world champion. Wow. Uh, um, yeah. And what do you need? Mainly, st- mainly strength? Mainly strength or, or weight? What, what's, the, what's the best aspect? Balance. Balance. balance, good determination, uh, a will to win, and for want of a better word, balls. Oh, yeah. Well, Cajones. It may be a better word at our past three, but <laughs> you, you've gone with that one. That's fair enough. The, um, and so when you come to recruit, when you're looking for people to get into it, what kind of other sports, what kind of other backgrounds do they tend to come from? Well, rugby players make yeah. good um, oh, yeah. my wrestlers. Mm. And we had one girl from rugby who got to the final of the World Championships a few years ago. Um, she was very, very strong. A girl called Adele Jones. Uh, she only got beat by this colossal Russian in the final. Oh. But, uh, yeah, she performed fantastically. And that's the best we've ever done in the World Championships, a silver medal in Japan for Great that's, Britain. That's, that's very good. Do you, do you uh, I mean, the kind of rituals, it's very ritualistic sport, isn't it? I mean, so how are you able to, I mean, you're not able to follow it to the nth degree, really, the, the, the world of sumo, are you? Yes, of course. It's uh, all based on the Shinto religion. And we haven't got any clay dojos, clay fighting services in this country because they're so expensive. But um, we fight on Japanese tatami. But it's essentially exactly the same as it is in Japan. We like to replicate um, the Japanese way. It's had its problems, isn't it? The fact that Japanese weren't... There wasn't there was a, there wasn't enough good Japanese champions, and the public were kind of starting to lose interest in the sport a little bit, weren't they? Well, today we've probably got the greatest sumo wrestlers um, in the last twenty, thirty years. Many, many years ago, there was a chap called Chiena Fuji who everyone saw on Channel Four, and he was absolutely fantastic. But nowadays, you're correct. The Japanese have recruited people from Mongolia uh, and other countries. Mm. And the Mongolians now, they're absolutely fantastic wrestlers. And they're beating the Japanese, of course. Yeah. And the Japanese don't like that, obviously. Mm. Um, so I see that your sumo wrestlers are available for demos, TV, film and PR work. So do you, do you get requests? Yes, every now and again. It's um, an educational thing, basically. Um, we're going to prep schools and teach them a little bit of um, the Japanese way of life. Yeah, excellent. 
and so, and and what what else do you take from the Japanese way of life to, to to help you with the sumo? Is it all protein? A lot of lot of the sushi and uh, all, well, all that sort of thing with, with the you, diet. The Japanese wrestlers they eat something called chanko nabi, and the nearest foods we've got to that is a good old fashioned stew, uh, which in winter. You know, you can't get a better food, really, can you? No, lovely, isn't it? Changton Abbey. I thought that was on ITV on Sunday nights. But, uh... <laughs> it will be in the near future. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's the uh, sumo wrestling back in the day. Yeah. Um, so, have you got anything coming up event-wise? People, sort of demos or anything coming up? Well, we've got the um, the World Championships mm. are actually in Hawaii this year. Oh, nice. Oh, Can wow. you go out there, Steve? It would be fantastic if we could find a sponsor. Oh, it'd be lovely, Steve. World Championships. Yeah. Okay, so if, if you would like to support the guys and fly a British sumo out of Hawaii, they've had some success in the World Championship, you've heard. Giacomo. So. Giacomo could perhaps step up. And what, some of the, kind of a high and mighty Giacomo yeah, you know, type Giacomo setup. type, you know, finds yeah. a few clothes it's good. It's and good send that you them volunteered them for that. I volunteered so, them. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, look, we'll start with that then. Uh, you're you're going to make an appointment to see them, are you, Charlie? You've got yourself in a position just now. Just an idea. I was just, yeah. just, 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 oh, yeah. just for Steve. Just workshopping there. it. <laughs> Yeah. Well, look, well done. you boys would be great at sumo. Oh, yeah. I'd give it a good go. I'm trying to think who, who would be. Who'd be I'd, I'd, Alan. You think the big man? Alan, sumo? Alan v. Sam Allardyce this morning. That could have been. A... Oh, my back. My oh. back. Alan couldn't do his back. He, his back no. couldn't do it. Okay. So, oh, uh, big, big Bob Sam Mills. Big Sam would be ideal. Big Sam would be ideal. Yeah. Big Sam. Okay, big Sam we'll, v. Bob Mills. We'll put it to Big Sam if he's interested. He's doing uh, He's doing a bit of celebrity telly. May fancy a little yeah. bit of ce- celebrity, celebrity sumo. Celebrity oh, sumo. That's what, a good, a what a good idea that is. the Alan Partridge one? I think it was, wasn't it? I think it was in there with Youth Hostel in with Listen, Chris Eubanks. if Celebrity Sumo is in Hawaii, I'm, we're all going. Yeah, they'll all go there. Of course they will. Okay, good, good one, Steve. Thanks, Thanks Steve. for joining us. Thanks, guys. There Cheers. we are. There's uh, Steve Payton there, the head of British uh, Sumo, if you've got some money spare. Honestly, if I, if I wasn't spending it on contrived photo ops or pasties, yeah. I'd give it to Steve to send them all to Hawaii. To Hawaii to get in there. But uh, they look like a good bunch of lads are yeah. enjoying themselves. Just look, you looked uh, up Adele Jones as well. She was Steve, a, a big woman. Steve looks, six, like, basically, Steve looks like Russell Slade. He does, he? yes. The, I, I was thinking Just that. Like was, yeah, it's very good. Former Cardiff City yeah, manager, Russell Slade, who was here in the building uh, the other day. Sumo going. Yeah. Um, it doesn't take us anywhere, but it just happens to be a fact. <laughs> There we are. That was, was. Uh, this afternoon's show. Um, I promise not to mention. If it, well, I'm back on next week. I promise not to mention Talk United once. That was ne- that's never going to work. No, I'm on for three not, days. So that will never. I will work. struggle I'll, within five minutes. <laughs> Okay, uh, well, well, Gary Johnson joins us next week. No, yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, well, yes, Charlie, you're back. What, what day is you back next week? Uh, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Okay, week, yeah. uh, Charlie's here Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Luke Moore with me tomorrow and Motti and a Clips of the Week uh, special with Mike Parry. Until then, thanks for downloading us. Have a good evening.